All right, welcome to Juice in the Morning. This is the NFL-themed month of November. I think this is going to be something that we do on a regular basis. It's going to it's going to be big, and it's going to be fun. And uh, with me is Paul Lungard. He also does a, or he has a YouTube channel called Paulie's Sleepers. And uh, welcome to the show, Paulie. How are you doing? Hey, thanks, Juice. I'm happy to be here. Doing great. Uh, early Sunday morning. Uh, <laughs> this is actually the dream of the Juice in the Morning podcast was to do to do it in the do morning. It in the morning. <laughs> well, I'm getting old now, and uh, I, I do get up early, so um, I, I've got that old man thing going. So uh, I can help you with that. Yeah, and then on the phone with us is in football. I would say analyst John Marchbanks. How you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. This is the I think the second time you've been on the podcast. Yep, I was on the uh, last podcast from the Colts tailgate. Yeah, that was a good um, one. It was uh, it was fun and it was live, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. So first off, Paul, what made you want to do the YouTube channel, and what made you want to start with like the uh, daily fantasy football stuff? Um, daily fantasy football came uh, to me a couple years ago, but I've been doing you know season long leagues for um, my longest standing league right now is probably fourteen years long. Um, and another one that's like seven years long. Um, but daily came around a couple of years ago, just started getting more into it and, uh, realizing that, you know, I mean, used to, you know, play some poker tournaments and mm-hmm. stuff and just, uh, uh, got into it just a different way to get into it. There's mm-hmm. lots of different ways to get into, uh, fantasy football, whether you do season long or daily or all that. And, uh, I, I enjoy all of it. Yeah. And when you're, when you're, when you have money on the line, it's probably a little bit more exciting, I guess. Oh, it totally is, you know, and I mean, I, I you know, I bet on football before, but yeah. uh, I mean, when I started out with daily, um, I think the minimum deposit's like 20 or 25 bucks, but yeah. after that, you can put five bucks in there. Yeah, exactly. And there's quarter tournaments. Um, I mean, I recommend not doing quarters because if you do a bunch of lineups and your quarter one is the one that hits and you hit for eight bucks and realize that <laughs> in one of your $5 tournaments, you would have hit for like 800. You're like, okay, I'm never doing that again. Exactly. Um, so... So w- with your YouTube channel, what is it that you kind of cover the most? Um, well, it's it's named Holly Sleepers because uh, I focus on um, there's certain heavy hitters that are going to get tons of volume and look at you know target share and volume share of the uh, of their um, uh, share of the offense and uh, and then just look for the value guys along the way up and comers guys that are in because of injuries and those are the four thousand guys sometimes i mean there's one i really like today for 3800 mm-hmm. um and so that allows you to get more leonard fournettes and yeah. Elliott's and yeah and and i think to having john on the podcast with us i think is a good um a good addition because yeah i think it's a good addition because you are talking about these players and, and he has a background in literally like an in-depth background with a lot of these players. So, John, I told the listeners that you're kind of a football analyst. Kind of describe what you do um, and what makes you, in my mind, an expert on on football in general. And so um, I I spend a lot of my free time, you know, watching, reading, you know, just doing whatever I can to, you know, keep up with what's going on in college and pros. Um, and probably since about, I'd say the beginning of August, I've been contributing to the website called Pro Football Focus. Yeah. It's an analytics website, um, more of an in-depth kind of analytics where we take a look at every single play, every single player on every single play and what they do. And we kind of, 
um, make our own grades based on, you know, how things progress throughout every single play and, you know, how they um, correlate towards success for the entire team and for the player individually. Yeah. Um, so all of those kind of statistics and going through all that kind of stuff, I feel like it, you know, it gives me a, a better knowledge of you know, how each player is going to perform and, you know, what you can kind of expect out of them. Yeah. And it's, and it's an insane thing that there's that much, like there's so much analytics that goes into all of these grades and, 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 you know, projections with fantasy football and things like that. And what I think is crazy is you can never, you can never guarantee a projection is going to go well. Like, I mean, I usually like I've, I've actually done better this year in my season long fantasy just because I've been going off of my gut feeling about somebody more than the projection. Like Will Fuller has had a low projection every week and then all of a sudden scores two touchdowns. So, and they keep saying it's not sustainable yeah. and he just keeps proving and he keeps wrong. Doing, but, he keeps doing it. Uh, now um, he's really got a big test. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I'm starting him again this now. week. I'm, it would be really hard now. It, it, has, it has stopped, but not because of all the analysts yeah. that have said this isn't sustainable. Don't bet on this. I mean, if you bet on it every week, he's he's been very cheap on uh, exactly. daily. And, geez, I mean, that's just – Amazing. So the, we're going to get into the football because the people that are tuning in, I'm hoping, are tuning in before the uh, the games start. So basically, what between both of you guys, you guys, I'm going to start with you, John. What do you prefer? Um, have you ever played daily fantasy? And and actually, I should ask you first: Have you ever played daily fantasy? Um, I did a little bit of daily fantasy um, the last couple of years. I haven't gotten into it this year. Um, as much that's because I'm I'm running two season long leagues and I got a bunch of uh, extra work with Pro Football Focus. I haven't really been able to, you know, spend much time on the daily fantasy stuff. Yeah, but uh, I've, I've done it a little bit. So, what would you say you like? Um, what do you like more? Clearly, you like the season long more than you like daily fantasy because you're doing the um, season. You're running two leagues. So, how did mm-hmm. what, where where does your I guess um, what is your what are your feelings on daily fantasy then um, I like daily fantasy um, but like I said with the uh, with the season longs I can you know I draft my team which when I feel like when I draft my team I can get those bench players and I can you know do the kinds of things where I can make my team better every week where with the daily fantasy, if I submit my lineup and then I start questioning myself, you know, I'm kind of stuck there. It's, it's one, one day and done. And then I'm just kicking myself afterwards. Yeah. Um, so you've like, like I said, you've, you've been pretty good in um, season long fantasy with, like you said, picking up those bench players. What, tell us a couple of the ones. Cause I know you and I talked about this off the air, what are a couple of players that you picked up late in the rounds that ended up being stars for you? So, um, well, one player that I picked up this season that was doing really well for me was Deshaun Watson. I picked him up in <laughs> um, two leagues, and uh, he just—he's actually right now up until his leg injury, he was scoring 0.73 points per dropback, which is the highest in the league <laughs> so far this year. That's crazy. Uh, so I, I picked him up. I Once they named him the starter, I liked what I saw out of him in college. I knew that 
with some of the weapons that he has there in um, Houston with uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Um, those guys are really quick, and he's a he's a playmaker where like he's going to extend the plays mm-hmm. and find a way to get a completion. So, and he's just ran pieces, that Bill O'Brien offense better than anybody <laughs> has. It's just really insane, insane how he he got that all to click, and very sad that it's over for the uh, long term future. I mean, those non contact injuries. What, what ended are up? The worst. What ended up happening? Was he tearing an ACL? Uh, at, at least I think, yeah. yeah but uh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that that can just kind of like end your season right there. But so you you did the Deshaun Watson, the one that um, I picked up that or drafted this year that a lot of people didn't have faith in was Mark Ingram, and I think he's really kind of he's kind of balled out lately, and I, I've I've been very proud of that pick because a lot of people are like you're going to start Mark Ingram, and I'm like yeah I'm going to try and see how it goes. There's three backs there with Adrian Peterson, Kamara, and um, Ingram, but then once people Peterson got traded away. His touches went up at least another few, um, five or six touches a game, and he's just kind of like uh, excelled from there. So I was pretty proud of that one. Nice one. I uh, got Alvin Kamara in two of my uh, yeah. three season-long he, leagues. Like, when I'm watching and the game and I see him running down the field, I'm like, God damn it, like, just get him out of there Well, put the other guy in. Interesting thing today. I mean, uh, Peyton is nose, uh, known for rubbing his running back's nose in it. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kamara get the first few touches today mm-hmm. and Ingram sit for a little bit until uh, Kamara needs a breather, and then he'll come in and he'll yeah. be great. I mean, he's been, he's been fantastic, but it just doesn't seem like Peyton ever really, really – Buys into him being the number one exactly. guy, but that trade really helped was... them both because that's usually a three running back offense. Yeah. It's now a two running back offense, mm-hmm. and those guys can get it done. Alvin Kamara, I mean, that's my that's my guy. Him yeah. and Kareem Hunt, those yeah. guys are amazing. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty surprising with those two guys. Mark Ingram is actually in the top ten in fantasy points uh, in PPR leagues. Yeah, so he's and that's doing really good this year, actually. Even after starting off with a three-back committee. And then Alvin Kamara is actually 16th overall. That's wow. Derek McKinnon for points. That's fantastic. And Ingram's been around 12, 14, number 10 the yeah. last several years with three running backs in that offense. So, I mean, he he should have more. You know, the team should have more trust in him. But those two fumbles last week. That, that killed me. I think. Because when I saw that update, because, like, I wasn't actually watching the game, I was like, what happened? Like, because he had like a like twenty plus points, and then all of a sudden dropped down to like eighteen. Well, I was he like, publicly beat himself up on the sidelines yeah. and after the game. I mean, did you hear what he said? I mean, uh-huh. he was not happy with himself. Yeah. And I think he tried to tell the team, "Hey, I'm I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. You know, I know how you guys feel about fumbles. I don't want to do it either. So maybe he doesn't get punished today. We'll have to see. <laughs> so so. John is uh, clearly a, a little bit prefers the um, season long over the daily. So. Polly, since you do the YouTube channel and, you know, I know that you participate in both, what what do you like about both? Like, what do you like about daily as opposed to as opposed to season long? Yeah, I love them both. And, and going off of what John was saying, you know, it's nice. It's to me, I brought up poker earlier, but mm-hmm. to me, it's like the difference between playing a cash game and playing. I, I like I prefer big, long tournaments. Mm-hmm. And that would be like season long. You know, you're yeah. building everything for the future. Um, daily is more quick gratification and you can play a couple hands and a hit and go, okay, that was cool. There you um, go. so like I said, I, I like all aspects of it. And, uh, like John was saying earlier, it's, it's what I like to do in my free time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess I really don't have a preference. I, I like it all. And yeah. this year has been a really good year for me. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, 
Uh, I had some good late picks, uh, too. Uh, Evan Ingram picked him up off the waiver mm-hmm. wire this year. He's just a monster. I mean, he's a wide receiver. Yeah. He is not a tight end. <laughs> and they don't have any wide receivers yeah. anymore. So <laughs> he's going to be good going forward, too, I think. That's awesome. Um, so what I wanted to get into, which is going to be kind of like a, um, I think, a, a segment that we're going to do through this month of November is we're going to talk about one, a couple of my theories that I have with fantasy football and see if you guys can break them down and either confirm them or make me just tell me that they're stupid ideas. So for the first one we're going to talk about <clears throat> is my theory that a running back on a contract year tends to have a really good year. Like it could be like a guy that's a solid middle of the road guy. Then you see that his contract's getting ready to end. He ends up having a great year. The next year he ends up falling off, taking a dive because he's already, you know, cashed in. He's made his money. He doesn't have to try that hard to be on the team anymore. And um, I know that John asked me a couple of, uh, you know, for a couple of my theories prior to the podcast and he put together some information. So what, what do you think about my running back on a uh, contract year and him being a, yeah, him being a, um, a stud that year? Um, well, I, I pulled together the, uh, I would say top five, um, got top five running backs this year that are on contract and put together some of their stats this year, compared them to last year. Um, we, and we are only halfway through the season, so some of these stats you know, could go up a little bit. Um, but right now, the the trend is looking at their three out of the five that have actually done worse this year on their contract year. <laughs> one of them has improved, and one of them has stayed about the same. So, so my so, theory is wrong. Um, I mean, <laughs> it, it could just be this year. And like I said, it's only halfway through the year. Yeah. But I, I would like to start with, um, somebody who has improved. Okay. Um, so Carlos Hyde is somebody who is on a contract here and he is actually doing a lot better this year than he did last year. Um, last year he was 19th overall in points, um, 14th in oh, yards right. and 38 in receiving yards. This year he's 15th in yards, 9th in points fantasy points scored and 21st in receiving yards. That's crazy because I've never I've never even really heard much about Carlos Hyde this year. But he just always gets it done and it just it's it's, it's not pretty so but it's consistent. Just consistent. Yeah, yeah cuz he plays for a team that's, you know, always needing to score <laughs> and he could do a lot of things. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just kidding. yeah, they they uh definitely need to give the ball to somebody and <laughs> he's he's just the one that's there for most of the time. Yeah. And with Pierre Garcon out, uh, guess what? <laughs> yeah, more, exactly. More and 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 so so Carlos has actually improved this year. And um, what what about the other guys that are on your list? Um, so another guy I I am looking at is Le'Veon Bell. Um, Le'Veon Bell is he's third. He was third in overall points fantasy points scored last year. And he actually sits at third in overall fantasy points scored this year as of right now. So he's he's staying level with where he is. But last uh, year he missed like three or four games. Was he third overall even even with that? Yes. That's so crazy. You would say he's down a little bit, right? Yeah. Definitely down a little bit. But he started he's, off rough. I mean he's yeah. gonna be fine. He's been better. And they and they have a mm-hmm. they and they have a lot of weapons there. It's hard to I think it's kind of like uh, back in the day when they would say, you know, 
the Patriots are hard to trust because there are so many different receiving options and so many different running back options. You can't trust any of the players because they could go with one a different guy every week. So it was hard to um, get like season long fantasy value out of those guys. It's still like that. I mean, they have like twelve guys they're distributing the ball to. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Le'Veon's staying kind of consistent, but if we look at the uh, fact that he missed three games last year, he might be a little bit down. If we if we want to like average out the math. Yeah, he may be a little bit down, and the other thing is he. I think I'm pretty sure he got franchise tagged this off season. So so, so. that's that's actually a um, a little bit of a uh, I want to say a, a tweak to my theory because if they get franchise tagged, isn't that like most of the time? Doesn't that piss players off? Don't they not like to get franchise tagged because that means that they're getting paid what the average of the like you know top whatever running backs you get paid that for the year and that's it right yeah so it kind of depends on the position that they're playing um i would say but yeah so for Le'Veon bell it means that he's getting paid an average of the top three salaries at his position um but the running running backs typically don't get paid as much as everybody else on the team so that's would be a reason for him to be well, if I, could jump in, that if I could jump in, uh, Le'Veon, you know, made it clear that he wants wide receiver and running back money. And the team, mm-hmm. I think, has kind of made it clear that they're not going to do that. And uh, one of my conspiracy theories on why he started out slow, I mean, they weren't throwing him the ball in the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's almost like politically and everything throughout <laughs> the team. They were like, well, we won't use it as a wide receiver. We'll just yeah. go get Juju Smith-Schuster. And by the way, Martavius Bryant, we don't need you either. <laughs> but um, I don't think they're going to pay him that what they want now. He caught 90 balls last year. That's crazy. So I think it was well within his right to say he wanted, you know, big running back money and pay me as a, mm-hmm. you know, as a wide receiver too. So. Yeah, and and maybe that's why uh, that's what like kind of plays into my whole like a few of my theories on like certain players is because you know I'm thinking all the time about you know the outside like mental side of things. So like when I have a gut feeling about a guy, that's what I usually go with, and that's it's worked out for me this year. Last couple of years, I've been last in my fantasy leagues because I I literally have been so analytical about the numbers and the projections and things like that, and then I've just kind of uh, I've sucked, and then it ends up having a terrible year. You forget to just play guys that you like, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, John, what was did you say you had a couple other guys, or was it just going to be Carlos Hyde and Le'Veon Bell? Uh, I do have a couple of other guys. Um, so these are guys who have actually regressed um, compared to last year, yeah. and this is their contract year. Um, we got three of them, Isaiah Crowell for the Browns. He's had a horrible um, year. <laughs> yep, he is not doing nearly as good for this year as he was last year. He's closer to the bottom of the uh, running back rankings list on most of these areas, 24th in yards, 27th in points per game scored, and uh, 23 in receiving yards. When last year he was running closer to the middle of the pack where he had 14 points, or uh, he was 14th in points scored, mm-hmm. 15th in yards, and 18th in reception. So he's gone down a little bit in every area. Yeah. Um, and he's somebody that <clears throat> I guarantee you his owning percentage on, like, in leagues is high still, even though he's not part- – it's, like it's going down. Oh, yeah. Uh, going people down. are uh, dropping him. <laughs> yeah, he's at the top of the waiver wire and at yeah. the bottom of everyone's list to get picked up. <laughs> I mean, especially in PPR leagues. Because yeah. Duke Johnson is there to just yeah, snatch steal all those. Away. 
Um, if he's in that rare position where he's the number one back, but he doesn't produce, so people don't want to drop him because he's the number one back, but they don't want to start him either because he's not good. Yeah. They're just not in a position to ground and pound right no. now. So that's why Duke, I think, is getting a lot more because they're, you know, they're, they're just a freaking dumpster fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And the, the last guy, what, what's the last guy? The last guy um, is Devontae Freeman, actually. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, he was sixth overall in points scored last year. Um, he's down to 13th this year. He was ninth in yards. Uh, rushing yards last year, 12th this year, and he was actually, I believe, fifth in receiving yards, and this year he's at 32nd in receiving yards. Wow. So that, that's and, a, that's last place, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there, there's a few running backs for every team in this list, but, I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that has to has to do with, the changing of their offense and losing their offense coordinator. Um, obviously, you can tell just by the receiving yards for Devontae Freeman, their their whole passing game has completely changed. Yeah, you can kind of tell with the uh, downfall of Julio Jones this year too. Yep. Yeah, and so so what would you guys say, or at least let's get Polly's take on my theory of uh, running backs in contract years, and then we'll uh, see if you guys agree or disagree with that theory. Um, well, I think it applies to not just running backs, but a lot of players and in, in all through sports and, and basketball players do it all the time, too. I mean, uh, remember Austin Crozier? Yep. Didn't he sign for like $90 million at one point? Because he had <laughs> forgot he played that. out of his freaking you know, shorts for yeah, one year. I forgot just, about that. Um, so, I, you know, yeah, I, I think it's more so for with wide receivers. And no, I didn't do the research, but I have looked at research on uh, third-year wide receivers, and that's one that I have. Yeah. Uh, third, the third year for wide receivers is, is a big breakout year. Um, but I think it can apply to any player. Uh, I mean, I still, I still think that that holds true. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, you see it all the time. Uh, but a lot of times with running backs, they're going to another team the next year. Mm-hmm. So you see that big drop, but you don't go deeper into it and realize, or they got a new offensive coordinator, and that's what's hurting Atlanta right now. They're not running that Kyle Shanahan offense. I mean, even he didn't know when to run yeah. uh, the ball more, and that was just a travesty in the Super Bowl. I mean, but um, uh, Julio is definitely that's uh, him and Devontae are both kind of taking a little hit because of that, obviously. But I've got faith in both of those guys, and, and one of the things I'll, I want to talk about at some point is just. Uh, the fantasy playoff schedule, so weeks 14, 15, and 16. Yeah. And, and there's some teams that have, you'll, you'll, I mean, if you haven't looked ahead, mm-hmm. um, unbelievable matchups. But um, I, I, th- I like that theory. Yeah. yeah. I, I think about that all the time. Contract year, uh, definitely I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, so what do you think, John? Do you think uh, contract year is a, a good theory to roll with when you're doing your draft in the beginning of the season? Um, it's kind of a narrow category yeah. after I started trying to research this. There's not a whole lot of, you know, fantasy draft worthy players that, you know, come up on their contract years every year. Yeah. So, um, I think if you're coming down to deciding between two players who are on a contract year, um, I think that might be helpful in that situation. Um, but I mean, just from, you know, doing the research on this right now, it's just, it kind of seems 
like more narrow scope to concentrate on than some of the other things that you could. Yeah, so it's it's basically draft. one of those things that if you're if you're in the in the middle of your draft and you happen to know a guy is on a contract here and you're trying to decide between two guys, you might take that that guy that's on the contract here just because of that that theory. Right. Okay. Yep. So so I want to also talk a little bit more with the daily fantasy with um with paulie because he's <clears throat> he does like i said the youtube channel um paulie sleepers um you can definitely find it if you just search in the search bar on youtube it's one of the first things that pops up um give us some of your um your picks for this uh week because like i said this is going up right when we're done okay um I- i've got um five uh uh lineups that i gave out this mm-hmm. morning uh, i do a i do a video on wednesday and it's a it's a first take and i do it before a lot of the other stuff comes out um for a reason because i want it to be fresh and and you end up hearing a lot of stuff and that's one of the reasons why i did the poly sleepers is because you know you can listen to a bunch of stuff and uh you know no one gets it right all the time you talked exactly. about that earlier so um, you know, uh, Matthew Barry spends half of his column every week apologizing for <laughs> the previous week, but I yeah. mean, he does know his stuff and he spends a lot of time thinking about it. Um, but, um, the one I do Sunday morning and I ended up doing mine before I came today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I used to do it Saturday night, Sunday morning. It's a shorter video. It's just like, okay, this, these are the lineups that I'm, that I'm going to give out. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't have a subscription. It's just a YouTube thing. So I don't have a website or anything. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm just giving out lineups. You don't think, have it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think draft DraftKings uh, is coming down though on, on, uh, paid, uh, uh, paid subscriptions that give out full lineups. I think really? they're pushing towards you have to leave at least two slots empty. Yeah. Um, and I've heard a lot about that. I mean, I didn't get a chance to completely vet it, but I hear that they're people are getting contacted via email and other ways wow. that, hey, you know, moving forward, uh, we don't want you, you giving out complete lineups. And that's a good thing for all of us that play fantasy football because, I mean, I always tell people, too, if you like my lineup and there's a guy or something you don't like in there, then get him out yeah. of there. You know, um, uh, um, so... One of the reasons why I started doing this is, uh, is listening to more, and I, and I love Pro Football Focus. Um, I love the Roto Grinders, listen to them, the Fantasy Footballers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, the Fantasy Footballers are definitely my favorite if you guys haven't listened to Andy, Mike, and Jason. Definitely uh, going to check that out. Oh, oh uh, Join the Foot is their, <laughs> is their thing, and uh, the Foot Clan. And they're just very, very entertaining. And last year, uh, uh, they ended up being a highly ranked analysts through mm-hmm. Pro Football Focus. Nice. Um, so, um, but this week, um, I like, uh, the Alex Smith and Dak Prescott, um, uh, plays, uh, this week. That's going to be a big game, Kansas city at Dallas. Um, why were so many people sleeping on Kansas city? Like I, I literally, I was, I was sleeping on Kansas city. I like, I didn't even watch them. And I was like, I saw a couple people take Alex Smith really late in drafts. And I was like, what is Alex Smith going to do? Like it's, it's been normal for Alex Smith to just have kind of a dink and dunk throw of like, you know, 15 to 20 passes. West coast game manager. But you know, um, they brought in the rookie Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, his name, John, do you remember who'd they draft? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes. And, um, they started running the offense. I think they're going to eventually want to run with yeah. him, which is stretching the field way more. And Alex Smith was like, man, I could do that. You guys have just <laughs> been asking me, and every other place I've ever played has asked me to 
play, you know, there's a defense, big run game, and yep. I'm just managing in West Coast, but I could sling it. <laughs> so, and that's such a good thing for them because, you know, if he does leave, and he's kind of said this is my last year, yeah. if he does leave and Mahomes comes in, they're going to, they've already had the off- yeah. offense installed that they want to play with him. So it works out for everybody because Alex Smith has put on a hell of a show mm-hmm. so far, and he's going to big uh, earn, he's earned a big contract. Yeah. But people are sleeping on him. He's 6500 bucks on DraftKings this week. <laughs> I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson before he went out, out was eighty two hundred. Um, Russell Wilson seventy three. Drew Brees is seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott is sixty seven. Those guys are all great plays. Watson not anymore. Yeah. But um, Alex Smith is sixty five hundred, and he's had three of his best four games this year on the road. Oh, okay. He averages twenty six DraftKings points on the road per Jeez. game. So he's a great play. And then the other interesting thing is Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. and uh, Tyreek um, has uh, every other week. Now there's been eight weeks now. They haven't had their buy yet. Every other week he blows up. <laughs> I'm, it's it's 22, 7, 28, that's three. weird. And last week he had like six. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's a stupid thing out. to subscribe into. But I mean, I, I'm not going to stop. You know, you're through, just going on a trend. Yeah, you know, you know. There's, I mean, this is all just guessing games anyway. Yeah. Um, but you want me to give out the lineups here? Yeah, if you want to so, go, go ahead and do one. Um. So uh, in uh, DraftKings, uh, there is no kicker, and that's why I do DraftKings. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a flex, and a lot of times I want a pass-catching running back in the flex, or lately two wide uh, two tight ends. Oh, wow. Because, you know, people talk about, you know, it's been a tough year for tight ends, but really if you, you know, got, um, you know, Ertz, Kelsey, or Gronk, um, and then if, uh, or Hunter Henry, Ingram, mm-hmm. Cameron Brait, those guys have all been great. Jack Doyle. Yeah. Jack Doyle is like leading the league in targets the That's last so three crazy. years. So not, not just t- among tight ends, yeah. among everyone. <laughs> so, um, so t- this week I'm going to play, uh, Alex Smith, um, with Todd Gurley and the Rams. And I like pairing, uh, defense with the running back. Yeah. Idea being, you know, defense does their job and puts the ball back in the offensive hands. You know, it's going to go right to Todd Gurley. Yeah. Uh, and he's involved in the passing game now. And then I like Kamara. Who's cheaper than Ingram this week on uh, uh, on DraftKings and, I, and what I mentioned before? I mean, he's going to get he's going to get plenty of targets, but he almost you know they almost might have that uh, punishing factor. Exactly. This week. Uh, Ted Ginn in that big high flying game. That's the other. That's the second big game of the week. Is uh, is uh, New Orleans with uh, Tampa Bay coming to visit them? And Tampa Bay's defense is the worst. Um, <laughs> I loved I loved watching Ted Ginn in college, and he's the guy that just won't go away. Like, I mean, oh, no. I and, mean, and he's not a nine route guy anymore. No. He's 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 actually um, averages uh, like fewer air yards, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is, you know, uh, he's catching like short passes yeah. and taking him deep. Um, <laughs> interesting stat on him to get off track. But I, I looked at this uh, the other year. We uh, love getting day. off track at the Juice uh, in the Morning podcast. Um, Ted Ginn Jr. His do you know what his career catch rate was prior to this year with the three other teams he's played with? I do not. 50 percent career. <laughs> Do you know what it is right now? No. 80%. That's insane. He's catching 80% of his targets. There's been several weeks where he's caught 4 of 4, 5 of 5, 7 of 7. I mean, it's That's crazy. It, this is a whole new Ted Ginn. And, uh, <laughs> he loves himself some New Orleans. And Breeze trusts him. And uh, Sneed was suspended, yeah. you know, uh, um, uh, the first couple games. And we haven't seen anything of him. And his hamstring was supposedly better. I think they're just... They're just like, hey, you know, if you get suspended and you're not ready to play football, we'll find somebody that does. And and Ted Ginn is just doing amazing. So um, I like uh, Tyreek Hill, like I said earlier, going to play him. 
um, just because of his uh, target share, and that's going to be a high, high, high scoring game. And Dallas's secondary is just really, really, really awful. Mm-hmm. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I'm going to play this week, and oh, I've okay. been, I'm not a Colts homer. I mean, we're <laughs> we just walked past the Colts room. I'm wearing a Colts shirt, but I, I'm more of a realist. And this year, I mean, on my videos, I've been telling everybody, you know, play the defense against them. Yeah, um, they've just been giving up so many yards, but I don't trust. Tom Savage to get it done. Um, at like three career games versus the Colts, he has like zero touchdowns and or zero touchdowns and three picks. Yeah. So um, when you see a guy on DraftKings, Ty Hilton, that's forty nine hundred bucks, and when Luck was playing, he was, you know, oh, about yeah. seven thousand. Yeah, he was at the top. Um, of the... You've got to just take the flyer. He's had a couple of good weeks this year, and I do guaranteed prize purse on DraftKings. There's also cash where you're doing head to head, and yeah. it's a lot more dollar for dollar. This is trying to bet little money to win big money yeah. and playing against thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And in those tournaments, you got to take those flyer plays and like him and Sammy Watkins. I'm going to do it this week for 4,200 bucks, and <laughs> Janoris Jenkins is out yeah. for the Giants, so that could be a big game. Uh, anyway, AJ Derby, I like this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so with um, Osweiler starting, and he was benched at the beginning of the year. Simeon came in. Now he's starting this week at the Eagles. Uh oh, <laughs> that offense is just sputtering right now. Yeah. I know they're getting Emmanuel Sanders back maybe this week, but CJ Anderson is losing his job. He's in quicksand right now. <laughs> CJ um, CJ has screwed me before in season long fantasy. Uh, so shout out to our buddy Josh Miller who traded CJ Anderson just at the peak of his value for Brandon <laughs> Cooks. <laughs> And shout out to Michael Dodd, who took that trade, and he's, like, droppable almost. Oh, my God. Um, And then Des Bryant we're going to put down in the flex um, because if I do a stack with, like, Alex Smith and Tyreek Hill, a lot of times the other good strategy is to play the top wide receiver from the other team, idea being if these guys get it done, they're going to have to get it done. That's a good idea. Um, And then uh, the Rams D, and then that's, you know, pairing with uh, Gurley. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, the other side of that is doing the Dak stack. So we're going to do Dak and Dez and come back with Tyreek. Why yeah. not? A lot of my plays are all or nothing, especially like these are my big, uh, these are $20 plays and first place gets a million. Wow. Um, and then, uh, so I've got a hundred bucks in that and then like 50 bucks in like five, yeah. six dollar tournaments, two dollar tournaments. But I just have that because I've built 25 bucks up to, you yeah. know, I mean, I've cashed out a few times this, week, this year. So <laughs> um, anyway, um, so uh, Todd Gurley again in that one, uh, just really like his uh, 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 usage and uh, the Giants in the dome there. Uh, Goff is good on the road. Uh, um, so um, uh, Adrian Peterson this week, they said they're going to feed the beast. They're just daring San Francisco to do I something can't wait about to see, it. I, I would like to see him being uh, being a stud again. Well, I, I would like to see if Ruben Foster run. comes back this week, their first round draft pick. Yeah. Because I, I didn't really get a chance to check this morning. I mean, he was talked about coming back to maybe – uh, put a kibosh on that, but I think that was coach's way of saying, "Hey, defense, let's get this done. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna ground and pound because Drew Stanton. I mean, neither one of these teams are gonna want to put the ball on their quarterback's shoulders. Exactly, I mean, Bretherton, Brether, whatever Bretherford is out of town. <laughs> Interesting stack there. Uh, not, uh, I mean, if you want to really take a flyer, is. Uh, um, uh, George Kittle, K- K- Kibbles and Bits is what they call him <laughs> on the footballers. Um, he was a uh, uh, Bretherton, uh, I cannot say his last name. He was his qu- uh, quarterback in mm-hmm. college at Iowa. So mm-hmm. he threw to Kittle. Okay. So there's a there's a relationship there. And so now that, that, now that Garrison is gone, that is just a great – I mean, he's had a couple flash big games. I yeah. mean, if you don't have a tight end right now and you've had injuries and, and Kittle's out there – uh, go grab them because they're going to be throwing a lot. Yeah. And, and with like I said, with Garcon out of town, uh, he's a big-bodied guy. Yep. Um, 
So, so one of the things that I wanted to also get from you and John, because this is the juice in the morning podcast. So we are going to make it about me a little bit. Um, I'm going to get, I want to get your guys's takes on my lineup that I'm starting in my, uh, in my league. So we already talked a little bit about Will Fuller. I actually didn't realize I wasn't even thinking Deshaun going down. I'm not, I shouldn't probably start him. So whatever i think i'm still gonna start him but uh so okay so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you my my quarterback and um i'm just gonna give you a rundown of my of my team and you guys tell me what you think is gonna happen obviously the projections are usually wrong but the projection says i'm uh projected at 106.3 uh, my quarterback matt stafford against green bay at green bay what do you guys think about matt stafford i'm good with that what do you, their secondary yeah, is mean, really bad <laughs> yeah their, their defense hasn't really kept it together much this year at all. And with uh, Aaron Rodgers being out and Brent Humley trying to keep that offense afloat, I think the Lions are going to get a lot of opportunities on offense. Nice. And and the problem that I've kind of seen with Stafford this year, by because by, obviously when I have my players, I pay a lot more attention to him. He hasn't been like – really huge volume this year like he's kind of thrown a lot less passes than what he's used to but he has had a couple of games where he's thrown quite a few so um i've, I've kind of liked him this year uh i when he was on a bye i picked up carson palmer and then carson palmer broke his arm <laughs> and oh god had two points uh, but so then i've got todd Gurley. that's kind of a, a no-brainer you start him pretty much every that's week fantastic yeah <laughs> yeah you just start him every week i don't think i need to get your guys's opinions on that but with your stacking idea I went and drafted Golden Tate as well with Matt Stafford. Is Golden, it a PPR? It is. Oh, so that's fantastic so, too. And he's back this week. Yeah. So he's back, and I, I don't, I, I just am going with my gut. It may not pan out well, but um, Golden Tate is one that I've, I've been, I, I trust him. I trust him uh, to be good. And then I've got Will Fuller against Indy, but. Deshaun's out. I want to hear what your other options are there. But, I mean, the other thing is stay in the flames. I mean, God, you'd hate to bench him, and then he gets two touchdowns. Exactly. Again. Three catches for two touchdowns. Yep. It's like, what I don't, do, what I don't do you know. think of uh, Will Fuller, John? Um, I mean, with Deshaun going down and Tom Savage coming in, Tom Savage is kind of a captain check down type thing. Will Fuller is – got to throw the home run for him. So. Yeah. There's your problem. <laughs> There's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem like the the kind of relationship that's going to benefit Will Fuller. Yeah, so that sucks. I should probably look at somebody else before the game start. Okay, so then Austin Hooper from Atlanta because um, Rob Gronkowski is on a bye because I have Gronk as well. Um, I, I have seen Hooper play, and I think he's a stud when I've seen him play, but I don't know. It's, a, it's at Carolina, so I have a lot of teams on the road this week or a lot of players on the road this week. So what do you guys think of Austin Hooper? I, I like Austin Hooper. Um, I have him in one of my other leagues. He, he's really consistent, especially in this offense since it's kind of gone awry since they got a new offensive coordinator. Um, he Austin Hooper's kind of been like the safety net for Matt Ryan so far. Um, I do think that they got they are going to start airing it out a little bit more as they try to you know try and win that division here towards the end where they they're going to have most of their divisional games coming up, but. I think Austin Hooper is a good play. Oh yeah, absolutely, and they've got a great schedule coming forward. So he, he, he. I mean, you're so going to want somebody that Gronk. Oh, might with Gronk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gronk's 
just gets hurt. He's he's money. the million dollar man. They've put him back together. Like he's he breaks and then they like you know he goes running out there with a giant like brace on his knee. This like right. whole thing on his arm. Right. He looks that like elbow a brace man. is a prosthetic. Like his <laughs> arm's not attached. <laughs> He's actually so he's Austin actually Hooper's an a great guy to play this week, and he's a great guy to to have there for that Gronk factor. Absolutely, he was getting like two. I mean, the, his problem earlier in the year was he'd get two targets. Yeah, and you just I mean, or or like you know one target and a touchdown, and you're just so reliant on that one play happening. But um, sometimes they leave him wide open, like OJ Howard in Tampa Bay. It's just like what just happened. Have you seen some of those plays? No. Two of his big touchdowns this this week. I mean, when you see the replay, there's you can't. There's no other football players in the. <laughs> On the screen, they just don't even. They care. don't know that he's out there playing football. So that happens to Hooper a lot, and you could get lost trying to guard uh, Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman coming out of the backfield, mm-hmm. Julio Jones. Uh, so um, yeah, I think it's a good one. Um, and then the one that I've also taken risks on all year, and um, people don't like it, but it's actually worked out for me is Deshaun Jackson. So I've got Deshaun Jackson in my flex. Um, and then obviously the defense, I played the Detroit defense against Green Bay because of the backup. And then also, you know, nobody cares about the kickers, but Matt Prater. So I have three three Lions players starting. <laughs> but Matt Prater's been pretty good all year. So um, so what do you guys think about Deshaun Jackson? <laughs> Honestly, I haven't uh, had much haven't had much time to watch the Bucks at all this year. Um, I know that He's been decent. He's not putting up huge numbers any, in any one category or anything like that. So, Cause I mean, I guess. The lineup I've got going play. is clearly, if you look at everybody on there, it's kind of like a feast or famine with my wide receivers because Will Fuller, like I said, if he sustains it, you know, two or three, he could have two touchdowns a game. And then Deshaun Jackson, same thing, but not consistently. Um, my consistent guy is Golden Tate. So that's what. I like Deshaun Jackson. Um this week's going to be tough for him, depending on how much uh, he sees of Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's probably going to hurt Mike Evans' value more, but if you haven't checked to see Marshawn Lattimore's uh, the first-round pick for the Saints, he's a big reason why their defense has been amazing this year. Mm-hmm. He is redefining a rookie season for a cornerback. His splits, when thrown to, are just nasty. It's the best we've seen since Champ's, Champ Bailey's That's awesome. uh, rookie year. So. Uh, there, no one's getting anywhere with him, and he's moving around, and, and he has the ability to definitely cover half the field, if not more. That's crazy. Um, so he's going to see some Deshaun Jackson, but um, they uh, um, uh, Winston tries to hook up with him deep a lot, mm-hmm. and it's not happening, and just the law of averages say that uh, some of those deep plays are going to happen, and he's had some good logs. He's had some good, you know, five for 70, mm-hmm. six for 60. He's had a couple touchdowns. Um, I like his usage in that, and and today if Marshawn Lattimore just sh- uh, tries to shut down Evans, um, Deshaun Maybe. Jackson could have a big game. You yeah. don't want to you don't want to have him on your bench. Mm-hmm. You don't want Golden Tate on your bench either. Yeah. I mean, those are guys that you want to get in there. Yeah. Uh, still with Will Fuller though, we can go back to that. <laughs> Anytime you'd want to, re- I, I'd like to know what the bench is. What's I the think, bench? I think the, really the only person that I have that I could throw in there is. Um, because Antonio Brown's on a bye. Um, Adam Thielen's on a bye. Oh, that's a great team. Great team. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm leading the league in points, but I'm still 5-3 and three because of uh, just, like, random things happening. Like, when I picked up Carson Palmer and he broke his, yeah. broke his arm and stuff like that. We've all so. had those years where you just score good, but you have to go up against the other top scorer exactly. of the week, and it just doesn't um, But I've got Rashard Matthews from Tennessee. Um, that's the only one that's not. 
No. Yeah, not this <laughs> not year. I mean, he was a great player last year, but uh, Cor- uh, Corey Davis is coming back this week for Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I really want to play him in daily, but I'm not going to take that much of a flyer. But <laughs> they need him to be good. Yeah. Uh, Eric Decker, I mean, he's on a milk carton right now. Yeah, what but, the hell is wrong with him? You know, and, and <laughs> it's so funny about Eric Decker. Like, everybody got on him the week after he played the Colts. And I'm like, okay, I mean, everybody blows up against the Colts. But <laughs> he literally only had three catches that week, yeah. too. I mean, everybody acted like he had a 200-yard Julio Jones game. Yeah. And he just had three catches. Everybody's like, oh, Eric Decker, he's back. And I'm like, um, <laughs> no, he's still on the milk carton. And, but um, So not Richard. Yeah. No, you got to stay with will fuller stay in the flames because um like i said now at this point if he does get it done and you decide that the matchup isn't good you can you can overanalyze matchups i mean exactly i don't know if you can with tom savage though jesus it's it's, i i haven't seen tom Savage. how ready is he i mean you know when someone's (laughs) playing lights out like that in front of you yeah you know you're taking reps and stuff but i mean you're i don't know some of these guys aren't ready to play football when they get called (laughs) so so john um I appreciate you taking your time to do the uh, podcast today. We'll have to get you actually in the studio and um, get you in person because it's always more fun and it sounds better. But uh, I appreciate you taking the time to call in. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, Do you have any doing the podcast? Do you have any last minute advice for anybody that's wanting to start somebody this this weekend? Do you have anybody on your on your radar? Um. Yeah, on my radar, I would. I, I honestly, I think Julio Jones is going to have a big week this week. Um, I hope I so. Know that he's been struggling. <laughs> yeah. He's been struggling this year, but I, I think he may have that that um, kickback game this week where he actually, you know, puts up points that we're expecting to see from him. That's awesome. Yeah. So then, also, Polly, do you have anybody that might be a sleeper that nobody's uh, really thinking about this week? You've already given us quite a few, but do you have somebody specific that you're liking? Polly sleepers. Uh, Orleans Darkwa. Okay. The dark wing duck. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just if you got to take a flyer and you don't, and you're sitting there staring right now, and you're looking, you're like, ah, do I mean, do I pick up this guy, that guy? And you don't like your options. Um, He's going to get 17 touches and, you know, uh, on like DraftKings, he's 3900 bucks. So he's mm-hmm. a total punt. Um, also, Ryan Grant for uh, the Redskins with uh, uh, Jamison Crowder sitting this week and yep. Jordan Reed out. Um, also, uh, uh, Vernon Davis is always an auto start when uh, when um, uh, Reed is out. <laughs> and uh, I, I joke about I joke about Reed. I mean, yeah, he'd kick my ass if he ever saw me and, and had heard any of the stuff. But um, I'll say something. I'll say, yeah, you know, Reed uh, was watching uh, the game last night and jumped up and down and hurt himself. And like, <laughs> or uh, you know, it's 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 more uh, it's easier to talk about his healthy parts and it's faster <laughs> than to talk about his injured parts. But um, so Vernon Davis is a play this week. But I'm going to finish giving out my lineup earlier because okay. so, we got off track. Sorry. No, that's fine. The Dak, uh, Dak, Tyreek, Desstack with Gurley, Adrian Peterson, and Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm playing both the running backs in that game. Sometimes in a low-scoring game, it's good to get the opposing running backs if you think it's going to be that kind of game. Yeah. And it sounds like it. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, who I play all the time, and he's always cheap. He's like 5200 bucks on DraftKings this week. But I uh, like him in a league, too. I mean, he gets yeah. a... You know, uh, he's he gets six, eight targets a week, and he gets it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy's big, too. Uh, that lineup also has A.G. Derby and the Rams. Uh, Todd Gurley, Dak. Um, Breeze uh, this week. Love Breeze at home. Play him with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Come back with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, and then do uh, T.Y. Hilton again in that one. Robert Woods in that one. Vernon Davis, Orleans Darkwa, and the Eagles D are going to feast against yeah. uh, Brock Osweiler, I think. <laughs> do I have time for two more lineups? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, Jared Goff uh, with 
Cooper Cup and Watkins. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott again, Todd Gurley again, Todd Ginn again, A.J. Derby again, and then Kareem Hunt in this one. So this one has Zeke, Gurley, and Hunt. Do you like it now? Um, and then the Colts D uh-huh. is 2,000. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, on DraftKings, you know, if you're playing in GPP for 2,000, you want them to get six points to return value. Yeah. And in eight games, the Colts D has gotten two points, two points, and then the other six games has been six to ten. Okay. So it's almost a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about playing him even with Watson in there. No, yeah. I wasn't. I, <laughs> I thought about this when Watson went out. And then the last one, the Colts stack, is uh, Brissett with um, Hilton and Jack Doyle. We're going to do Zeke and Gurley again, Ted Ginn again. Ryan Grant is the punt in that one. Zach Ertz down in the flex um, because the Broncos are horrible against tight ends, and he gets double-digit points every week, Yeah, every single week. And then the Rams D in that one with Gurley. So uh, gave out one lineup earlier and then finished up those. So those are five lineups yeah. this week. But. And anybody, any, anybody's more than welcome to use those. <laughs> and I like Curtis Samuel this week yeah. with, uh, with uh, the Benjamin trade. If you read between coach speak, they said they wanted to get – faster mm-hmm. and they drafted him right after Christian McCaffrey and he's kind of the same player and he'll take touches out of the backfield too yeah so um, McCaffrey's a great play this week Devin Funches honey Funches of oats <laughs> is a great play this week too I mean there's other guys that I like that even when I do five lineups I can't fit everybody into there yeah Paul Richardson too has been getting it done mm-hmm. um, and especially if uh, Sherman is guarding Lockett or uh, probably not Baldwin because he plays out the slot. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of other games we didn't talk about, um, but uh, we only have so much time. Exactly. <laughs> and and like I said, John, thank you for joining us, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. We've got other theories. We've got plenty of football to talk about because there's always something going on. Um, thanks for joining yeah. us, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. See you next week. So, uh, just for the last part of this, um, go ahead and promote your promote your YouTube channel and tell people what where the where they can find you and uh, you know just tell us a little bit about it. Okay, it's uh it's Pauly Sleepers, um, and it focuses on DraftKings lineup because uh, FanDuel has a kicker in there and is not PPR, mm-hmm. and uh, the season longs that I do are PPR, so it matches up really well with my. Uh, my league of record is a shout out to Jeff Fiddler, uh, the commissioner of the Russian Roulette, the mm-hmm. best best uh, league in Indy. Um, that league is so good because we just um, we we will change the rules to fit what's going on with the league, and yeah. it's, it's fluid and it's That's fun, nice. and uh, there's a lot of smack talk going on. So, um, but um, with Pauly Sleepers, they kind of helped me come up with the, with the name. We were all over at my house week one, mm-hmm. and uh, you asked me earlier how I came up with it. I mean, I literally just one night had listened to a few videos with some guys before I went to bed, and I was like thinking I don't like what they're I don't like what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I could do this too. So I woke up in the morning and got my coffee and just riffed that day. <laughs> um, but ever since then, I look into it and do my research and decide who I like to play. And uh, mm-hmm. um, I've gotten people that have hit me up and said, hey, you know, I put a few bucks in and I'm, I'm up money. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy was like, I owe you a beer and dinner at some point um, uh, because uh, I'm winning. And uh, so it just makes season long fun. It makes uh, daily fun. Um, you know, I was thinking about definitely branching out and maybe doing season long uh, on on a feature too and if yeah. you want to do something going forward For sure. that sounds cool but uh go to youtube and look, uh, uh, just do in the search bar poly sleepers uh, then when you get on there, uh, hit the subscribe button. Yep, and we always hit, need to get you to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, and uh, give me a like, comment. I've got some people that comment on there. A lot of times I don't get that many comments, but I always tell everybody if you have a question, I'll uh, I'll answer it, and I get on there. 
Um, but then if you hit if you hit the bit the bell, you'll get the notification when the yep. videos drop. And right now I'm just doing the two videos a week, so mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like all the notifications. Exactly. Uh, I know sometimes mine are turned off, but um, that's how you find it. Um, click on the big P Wednesday night. We do a video. We try to keep about 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and just it's the first take. Everybody that we look uh, we're liking. Um, one thing I did last week, it just totally faded the weather. That's why I do a quick like five minute video uh, on Sunday mornings. Uh, you know, now that we have all this new information, like this week, there were the trades yeah. and uh, and the out for the seasons mm -hmm. uh, with Pierre Garçon and, yeah. and Deshaun Watson. So you got to reevaluate everything. Uh, you know, I think uh, it, it, it sucks to make last minute changes that are you know are bad but you just don't want to shoot from the hit there but you exactly. want to use all the information yeah and last week i was like man these guys are playing in 20 mile per hour wins yeah and there's other games so i'll just focus on other games so last week i just did a lot of seattle houston mm -hmm. and did a lot of uh the new orleans game and did a lot of uh the uh colts uh bengals game the, the games that weren't in weather so yeah when you're what i'm trying to focus on just like looking at the big picture and looking at uh, the total evaluation uh, and and making your informed decision that way, and mm -hmm. you can you know play along with your season, you know, watching the daily because I'm telling you, you know, basically who to start this yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. You, if you read between the lines, but um, uh, it started off small. I mean, I think I have like 25 subscribers right now, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, I've gotten up to 80 views. And then my buddy, shout out to Jackson Mears at Rotoden.com. Um, he's gotten me on rotoden.com a couple, like three times. Mm -hmm. uh, so my video posts on YouTube and then he uploads it to there. Nice. And it's user created content. He writes for them. Um, I'd like to have him on the show at some point. Absolutely. Or, or call in for a few minutes at yeah. least. Because, uh, you know, he's my go-to guy uh, in a lot of situations. And he does pro football focus. And mm -hmm. he looks at the wide receiver cornerback matchups on pro football focus. Yeah. And you could see the advantage in who's lining up in the slot, who stays on one side, what, you know, cornerbacks uh, shadow guys. Yeah. And there's just guys that are in bad matchups. Like I said, Mike Evans this week is, I mean, I, and this is when you get proven wrong. Yeah. Um, so maybe he gets hurt or maybe they decide to put him on Deshaun yeah. Jackson and he goes Absolutely. off. And that's when it's like, man, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Mike Evans will <laughs> but we all do it. But I, I mean, I would bet money that Mike Evans gets shut, yeah, shut down. Shut down. Um, so um, not yeah. looking good for you, James, if you're listening. So um, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to the fantasy footballers, um, uh, Jason, Mike, and Andy. They're the ones that really, really got me passionate about this. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to coming back and uh, go. Uh, you know, um, subscribe, and mm -hmm. you'll get my videos. Comment on there if you think I'm full of shit. <laughs> Even Jackson a couple weeks ago was like, uh, I, I liked Arizona in a game, and they were not good that game. And he was like, man, I told you not to just fade, you know, fade those guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, you know, you guys all know where you can find the Juice in the Morning podcast because you're listening to it. Um, you can also interact with me on Facebook. You just search Juice in the Morning. And then also on Twitter, it's at Juice in the AM. And now I'm starting to do a little bit of Instagram stuff and YouTube. So if you just search Juice in the Morning, you'll find it on either one. So once again, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it, Paulie. It was great. Um, we got a lot of information. I hope it's uh, useful for you guys out there. And um, I, I hope you guys win in your fantasy leagues, unless you're playing against me, because then I hope you lose. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Juice!